Welcome back to the rulebook, everybody. This is episode number 40. Back on the couch, okay? Lots of stories to get into. I just have to complain really, really fast because as I record these episodes, girl, I have to close my windows, turn off the air. Yes, I have the air on in the middle of winter because this is New York City and they have the heat blasting and I unfortunately am not the one who's in control of the temperature of my apartment. I know, I know, I know. You would think New Yorkers pay so much money in rent. You would think that we could have the luxury of controlling the temperature of our own apartment. No, absolutely not. Unless you live in like a new build or something like that. I don't live in a brand new building. I think my building was built in like 1953. Anyway, I have a freaking radiator. Okay. And I have a little window air conditioning unit and Now I have to put the air conditioning on because it is so hot in my studio apartment that I literally cannot sleep at night. Anyway, probably TMI, but yeah, I I mentioned that when I went to Greece this summer, you couldn't flush the toilet paper, but you know what? In New York City, you can't control how much heat you're getting during the winter, and I don't know what's worse. No, I'm not going to lie. The freaking toilet paper thing was an absolute nightmare for me. I hate that. I think that is so gross. But okay, let's stop talking about disgusting things. But yeah, seriously, New York, get it together. I shouldn't have to be a billionaire to control how hot it gets in November in my own freaking apartment. So anyway, the reason I brought that up is because when I film this podcast, obviously due to audio reasons, your girl can't have the air on plus the heat plus the damn windows open. No, I'm shut in. So I'm boiling. So just know if you ever questioned my love for my audience, how dare you? I love you very much. And I'm schwitzing. I, I think that means I'm hot. I'm sweating. That's a New York lingo. Anyway, welcome to episode number 40. Okay. Lots of stories we want to touch on. Um, lots of interesting things in the news. So let's go. Let's go to the other side of the pond, darlings. Let's go to the English Channel, right? Because we haven't heard about the royals in a while, which is, you know, it's not a bad thing, right? No, I think it's a bad thing. Obviously, our news cycle is being dominated by other things, much more heavy, heavy things. So on a lighter note, let's go across the channel, the pond, across the pond to the channel. I don't know. I've never been to London, but Prince Harry is making headlines again due to his relationship. I guess is a strange. We can can we go out on a limb and say he is estranged from the damn family? I think he is. Apparently, the Sunday Times mistakenly reported that Prince Harry would not be attending Charles King Charles. Charles's the 75th birthday party um, this month. I guess it was November 14th, so it's next week. And Harry clapped back saying, hey, excuse me, British tabloids. I don't know if the Sunday Times is tabloids, but excuse me, British media. That is not true. You do not have all the freaking details. And the fact of the matter is, how can I attend something to which I wasn't even invited? <gasps> Gasp. I don't blame Harry. <laughs> If his invitation really was lost in the mail, I'd be pretty annoyed. Also, to not be invited to your father's 75th birthday party. What is that? Um, Anyway, the articles that I read basically said that, you know, even though he attended his father's coronation in May, we all know that he literally had like a whirlwind trip that day. He did not bring Megan. He did not bring Archie or Lilibet. Look at me. Look at me with the facts and the info. I didn't even know I knew this much. It's all here. So I was pointing to my head if you're listening to this on Spotify. But the fact of the matter is, um, yeah, he's 
he said, look, I wasn't invited. So how can you say that I've declined? And you know that thing on TikTok? I think there's a video going around or there was a video going around being like, if you're not invited, don't go. If they didn't, if they didn't, whatever, don't ask. It's like this list and I wish I had the video, but it's like this list of stuff. I look, you know, what not to do when somebody freaking like slights you like this. And this is a slight. But anyway, what I was saying was when he went for his dad's coronation, I think his trip was under 24 hours because he went to London from California and then he turned right around. Homie didn't stay. Homie didn't have a hotel. He didn't stay at the palace, castle, however you call it. Mm-mm. He was in his Dior suit. I believe it was Dior, Christian Dior. And he jumped right back on the plane. I got to check if he flew commercial or not. I'm assuming he didn't. I, I don't, I really, I don't know if Harry has a jet. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe they took Tyler Perry's jet. That seems to be like a thing that they do. I don't know. But anyway, that said a lot, right? And he also was sat in the third row. I remember covering this on my TikTok page. So he was sat in the third row and I was like, wow, he really went through all of that, all that travel and oh, California to London, girl, I don't know. Maybe for flying private, it's different. I don't know. Can't speak to that. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe one day. He clearly <laughs> looked a little silly traveling all that way to sit in the third row. Like, what are we doing? You could have FaceTimed Harry. This is, I mean, whatever. It's a coronation. But so, so now to find out that he wasn't even invited to the 75th birthday party at like the Clarence house or something like this. I read things and then I randomly remember the Clarence house. That's interesting. But I like that, that Harry stood up. He was like, that's not true. Girl, get your facts straight. You want to report <laughs> fake news? You want to report on me and my fam? Get it together. But apparently, even for the coronation, it's not like he was directly invited by his father. Like, he wasn't sent, like, a text message or a phone call. No, no, no. Actually, it was, like, a formal invitation sent by, like, you know, the press secretary, whoever they got working over there. So it's it's very informal. It's like, that's your son. <laughs> you didn't like double check that he was coming. You didn't like directly speak to him about this. Like I get it. You're busy becoming king and like whatever. But how are you not going to text Harry? How are you not going to like talk to Harry directly? Hmm? You'll have your people call his people. That's your kid. That's your kid. What do I know? I'm not royal. <laughs> we'll never be royal. Royal. Okay. I'm sorry. Why am I always singing on this? Okay. So Yeah. I guess Harry and Meghan remain estranged and, you know, uh, obviously tensions have been high since he released his memoir, Despair, and they did that documentary, I believe it was on Netflix, and then I think they had their podcast, but it got canceled, I don't really know what the deal is, but, you know, they've been talking, they've been rehashing, and the details came, came out, I actually didn't read that memoir, but I, I don't know. I'm sure he, he spilled a lot of royalty, so, yeah... Who knows what's in the future for them? Clearly, it's not looking great. You're not going to go to your father's 75th birthday party. Maybe he will end up attending. Maybe Charles will pick up the phone and call him, huh? but it doesn't really look like that's going to happen. So let's come back. <laughs> let's swim the English Channel. Let's hop back across the pond and talk about another story. Elon Musk is in the news again. Not about Twitter this time or X. Excuse me. Since it's no longer Twitter, it is X. He has a new project. It's not space. But he's creating his own version of ChatGPT, 
which is actually going to be like some sort of rebellious version. And apparently on the website for it, um, it's going to be called Grok. On Grok's website, I believe, it's it says, if you don't have a sense of humor, don't use Grok. Basically, like, go to chat GPT. But, but, but no one really knows what the hell he means. And he said it's going to be kind of like, kind of spicy. So basically, one can take that to mean that um, a lot of the robots, or you've even tried it when you're doing customer service, or whatever, and they have like the little chat box. How can we help you like immediately so you don't have to wait for a representative? If you write them certain things, they'll just ignore it, right? If you're like, screw you, <laughs> or let me ask you this spicy question. They're going to be like, don't, I don't understand. Like, mm -mm, boundaries, okay? Apparently, Grok doesn't have any boundaries. She's a boundaryless robot. She's going to answer you silly little questions. She's going to dirty text you, it sounds like. And she's going to be rebellious and she's going to be a cheeky girl. I keep saying girl. She's a robot. Uh, but anyway, this is like his brand new idea. And only certain people have access to it right now. I guess they're just testing it out. But I'm just like, ooh. For what? Why do we need a sassy, sexy chat GPT? Chat GPT, we're already like worrying, like, what does this mean for our future? What does this mean, for, you know, for some of our jobs, for for writers, for the actors, et cetera, et cetera. And you're over here creating a spicy version. We didn't even want the first version, okay? Okay? So take your spicy version back to Silicon Valley where she belongs. We don't want her. We don't want Grok. What kind of name is Grok? I mean, look, Elon names things very weird. X. He's all into the spicy lands. Have you noticed? Because usually I read an article when he had renamed X however many months ago. X obviously is like ext extreme. Like the X is for like extreme sports or it could be X, like X rated. So and that, that kind of shit obviously does really well on the Internet. If you're launching an app or you're reinventing an app. Yeah, you're going to lean into like the sexy, spicy part of it. So I guess it makes sense from a business perspective to make it X in a weird freaking way. Although I don't think anybody had an issue with Twitter with the name Twitter. But except for Elon himself, but rebranding it as X and now coming out with Grok, his spicy robot. I don't know. What is Elon doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Also, I think last week it was reported that he had bought Twitter for like 40 million, 40 bill. I don't remember. Girl, I'd have to look at the stats. He bought it for some high ass number and it's like 30 mil or it couldn't have been billion. Could it have? And let's see how much um, Elon bought Twitter for. Let's see. Oh, okay. What? Four hundred and fifty. Wait, <laughs> Musk paid $44 billion for Twitter, acknowledging that he overpaid. <gasps> and it really wasn't worth that. that. I guess that's why he tried to back out of that-ish. And it's really not worth that now. Like, it lost value since he's taken over. Okay, wow. So I really don't know about the Grok, the spicy robot. Like, I feel like it's another bad investment, perhaps. Also, I was trying to make a video about this on TikTok, and I was just thinking, like, a spicy robot, that's what you think society needs? We want we want free health care, Elon. I don't know how many billion it's costing you to build Grok, but could you, could you help? Could you help the people, the real-life humans, without a freaking spicy robot? I, I just... Oh, 
these billionaires. I don't know. I don't know. This future does not look bright with the decisions that they're making with their money. Um, obviously, I can't really speak to that. I don't. I haven't researched enough, but it just it d- doesn't yeah. seem like enough is going back into the people. Okay, so that's 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 just for another time. That's for a much better researched episode. Maybe maybe Grok. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if he really launches it. We'll see what happens in that. But uh, it does remind me of that movie with Joaquin Phoenix where he falls in love with the robot's voice. I think it was her and it was what's a, a Spike Jones film. Probably weird. Only watched it once. Not the most riveting movie, but I know people liked it and it's it's in my head. What the f- it's weird. It's weird. Let's just call it what it's fucking weird. Also, I love that he's just like, if you don't have a sense of humor, don't use it. But it's like, oh, my God, Elon, can you just give it up? You are not that funny. The things that you come up with are not that funny. We don't really like them. You kind of fuck shit up. I mean, Tesla's great. Like, you know, <laughs> but this other stuff where you just want to be known as like a funny guy. It's just not working. It's not working. Give it up. You know how you have to pivot? Pivot, Elon. Pivot away from this funny, funny business. Okay. Oh, we're getting more and more stories about Matthew Perry since his untimely passing last week. And um, an actress. Fuck, what was her name? Cindy Cash. Somebody named Cash. Miss Miss Cash. I can't remember her first name. She came out and she said um, she was actually going to be starring opposite Matthew Perry on one of the friends episodes where they go to Vegas and he was supposed to cheat on Monica with her and a day before they were set to film the scene in front of a live audience Matthew Perry went to the writers and said no (laughs) you guys this is going to ruin Chandler and Monica's storyline Chandler will never recover from cheating on Monica and it's not like he was wrong and the article even referenced the fact that, yeah, they already had the Ross and Rachel were on a break whole thing. So just to, to make Chandler cheat on Monica when they clearly were not on a break. And just because he was like a little pissy that she saw Richard, her ex. If you didn't watch a show, what are you doing? Watch a show. I believe it's still on Netflix. If it's not, girls on TBS every weekday. You can find it. You can find friends. And yeah, that was that was an interesting thing to come out. He was right. <laughs> I don't think Chandler would have recovered from cheating on Monica. It doesn't seem like any of it was justified. Not that cheating is ever justified. But I like that Matthew Perry did that. I am sad for the actress who obviously lost the opportunity to play such an iconic part, right? Ooh, you're the other woman in the Monica and Chandler saga relationship damn that really sucks as the actress apparently she ended up like playing the flight attendant in that episode something when she had a scene with ross and rachel instead or just ross ross i'm not sure but yeah um (laughs) interesting that she came out with that this week i think it makes sense um people a lot of people are talking about matthew perry and his dedication to Uh, helping people recover from alcohol addiction and I was listening to the news earlier as well and they said that his family is going to be starting some sort of foundation in his name to help people to give back and I I thought that was really really nice obviously he's still making residuals from reruns of friends I believe on Netflix or whatever streaming services so good for good for the gang right um 
so he's still generating an income posthumously i believe i just said that right <sighs> my english teachers would be proud i hope i said it right if not i mean you guys know what i'm saying but i was glad to hear that they're going to use the money some of the money at least to continue the legacy that he really wanted for himself, which was to be known as someone who helped others and gave back, especially those who were struggling with addiction and alcoholism. So that's that's really nice. And everything that's coming out about Matthew Perry, just it's sad because you see that we really did lose someone who had a lot to give. So it's very sad when that happens, sad when anybody passes, but especially when someone who, who truly felt like they found their mission and their mission was to help others. Which is fucking rare. <laughs> on a lighter note. Well, not really on a lighter note. I've been noticing this trend on TikTok and I wanted to bring it up. It's basically influencers getting backlash for being influencers. Which you're going to say, Alex, that's not new, girl. Like, we don't like influencers or influencers have left a bad taste in my mouth. Which To which I say, okay, fair. I understand. I was even watching television. I'll watch NBC News like throughout the freaking day. I'm not going to lie to you guys. NBC News now, girl. Shout out. <laughs> watch it throughout the day. Um, and one of the commercials, I so rarely see commercials, but one of the commercials was like, I don't know what it was for, like a fitness app or some sort of like meal delivery service. And they had the actress pretending to be an influencer making a what I eat in a day video. And she turned and she like breaks the fourth wall and she's like, look, this is not true. You shouldn't do what I'm telling you to do. Actually, I would never do this or like, I don't know, something along the lines of like, don't, don't do this. <laughs> so... It was an actress. It wasn't an actual influencer. But I thought that was interesting that, wow, it's so mainstream that whatever company is paying X amount of dollars to put this on national television to like say, like, don't trust these influencers or like that's that's how deep it is. Like this distrust and backlash that influencers are are dealing with right now. So I thought that was really interesting. And then I've also just. I've seen it a few times just scrolling through my For You page on TikTok. Um, people making a lot of POVs of like, I'm the bland influencer you follow or I'm, you know, influencer who's taking you on her, her day in the life. And it's like her running a bunch of errands, which include getting coffee and answering emails and then going for a walk and then like doing her skincare routine and going to bed, going to bed. <laughs> Which is funny and like, okay, f again, like fair. Some people's videos really do or really are like that. But I was as I was scrolling my For You page, as one does, another girl was like, I don't understand this backlash. Why are you hating on influencers? Like you're, you're, you're blaming them for like this influx in consumerism. However, it's not their fault. Brands use them because they deliver, right? And also, even without them, you would still be buying a bunch of stuff that probably isn't good for the environment or whatever, whatever, whatever. So how are you going to be mad at them just because this is their profession? And like, no one's mad at you when you go work your nine to five. I mean, maybe if they find out more details about your nine to five, maybe we'll have some questions. <laughs> but, you know, that's OK, right? Whatever you're pushing on your nine to five is fine. But God forbid somebody gets on the Internet and starts pushing they're automatically the villain. I mean, I've also talked about this topic or thought about, I don't know, talked about it. I've dived into this topic in, with other people. And especially men, they don't really have a lot of respect for influ the influencer job profession because 
is female dominated, right? It's mostly a female dominated industry. It's mostly, um, you know, I guess women pushing fashion, although a lot of women push advice, et cetera, et cetera, things that are truly helpful and fucking priceless. But, uh, you know, you have the when you hear the word influencer, you have this idea of like this vapid woman who's just telling you where you can get the best jeans, the best, I don't know, white T-shirt and <laughs> how you can look cute for fall. I mean, <laughs> which honestly this doesn't sound bad. This sounds like who's that? I want to follow her. <laughs> I can't lie. I am the audience. I am the target audience. But yeah, it's okay. So you're 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 looking down at this person for what they're contributing to society. But like, look at half of the nine to five jobs. What the fudge are they contributing to society? Seriously. And a lot of people talk about their nine to five jobs, and they're like, I just sit there paper pushing, or I just sit there and for five of the eight hours that I'm there, I don't do much. Okay. Okay. At least influencer, bland influencer is like, she's trying shit out. She's letting us know. I don't know. I, I've always like, whenever I see these videos about like backlash for influencers, it always leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Not the influencer themselves. Cause like a lot of them are so young. Like it's really hard to judge them. Be like, you know what? I'm actually, even if they're doing a bland video, it's like, hey, you had the confidence to post it. I can't knock you. You know, <laughs> Brene Brown has that really good quote. She doesn't care about the criticism she receives from the people who aren't in the field, who aren't in the arena. You know, the worst comments always come from the cheap seats. So it's like when you speak bad about someone, obviously it says more about you than it is about them. But like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just... I don't know. I hate these backlash videos about influencers, even though I've experienced influencers in real life and a lot of them are not the nicest. They are not how they I wish they were bland. <laughs> they're spicy in real life and they're not the good kind of spicy. They give you heartburn. But no. So I hate that that's a trend. But I think it's I think it's good that people are coming out and saying like well, why do you have a problem with influencers making money like girl you have a you have a problem with capitalism you can rage against capitalism don't rage against the freaking small influencer who's pushing the lipstick that you probably that's probably your shade <laughs> you know don't hate the player hate the game okay and i'm gonna say that maybe that should be rule number 40 i didn't get to rule this episode because i was really covering a lot of the, the hot topics that i wanted to cover but I think, yeah, don't don't hate the player, hate the game. How are you going to single out one person? How, how is this fitness app or whatever commercial I saw going to try and take down influencers as a whole? What is that? That's, mm -mm. What's this quote on, um, on TikTok that people say, oh, support women's rights and support their wrongs. I agree. I agree. I'm actually currently reading a book called We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. I don't know when it came out. I'm probably late to the game, hella late to the game. And it's so good. I'm only like three or four chapters in, but basically she's going over how how many years women are behind, right? We've only been in this game for 50 years plus, right? Back in the 70s, a woman couldn't even get a, I believe, a loan or a credit card without the coasting, like a cosign of her father or her spouse. Women did not have the right to build wealth. We didn't have the right to make as much as, as men. Well, we still don't make as much as men. But 
<clears throat> the stats are pretty ridiculous. So when I see these kinds of videos of people being like, influencers are so out of touch. Oh, please. Oh, please. You're anti-feminist. <laughs> that's such an anti-feminist take. I know it's not actually, but like, I don't know. There's some part of it that's giving internalized misogyny, right? So no, you know what? The girls got to do what they got to do to make their money, honey. Let them. Don't be a hater. And I also recommend that book. I hella recommend that book because it's, it's really enraging as a woman to read about it and learn about it because you're like, damn, I didn't even think about this, right? Because you're like, oh shit, my grandma couldn't have a credit card. That really puts it into per perspective, right? Because you think, oh, 1920, yeah, that was so long ago. But girl, grandma, grandma was alive or great grandma. I don't know your family life. It really puts it into perspective that men have like had, I don't know, I think it's a 2000 year head start. They had a big ass head start on women. Okay. So don't hate the influencers. Okay. The girls are just trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. We haven't had, we haven't had, we didn't have those boosts that men had. Okay. We, we're figuring it out. So don't hate on the girls making money on the internet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed episode 40 of the rule if you did, please subscribe to this podcast and follow me across all social media platforms at Serious Actress. Um, I'm going to try to do these episodes more and more frequently. Currently, my schedule is every Tuesday. We're talking about the topics that I think you need to know. And I'm coming up with an original rule. So comment below. Tell me what you liked about this episode, what you didn't like about this episode. Don't hit the play. Don't hit the game is all I can say to you. But yeah, I love you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.